this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Coward Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's No Gimmicks, and you guys are listening to the Poke Tire Podcast. Um, unfortunately, I'm not joined by Gengar Greasy uh, for the next couple weeks. He is in the process of moving homes right now. Um, so he's going to be setting up his stuff, getting that all situated. And I will be handling the ship uh, for, I don't know, I don't know how long, to be honest. Uh, but there's a few new things here in the podcast um, that we're going to be doing. I hope you guys like that. Uh, let me know in the comments down below. Let me know in the Discord. Uh, let me know through email. That's the Poketower Podcast at gmail.com. If you guys aren't in the Discord as well, make sure you join the Discord. we got a dope Discord, a bunch of cool members in there. It's getting bigger and bigger by the day. We're getting more and more genuine members, people that like to help out and just give back to the community, getting more and more each day. It's super dope. Join if you're not in. Seriously, join. It's, it's unbelievable. The community is unbelievable. Uh, what else we got? Uh, episode 61. Episode 61, guys. So we're at episode 61. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Poketire Podcast. We are a collectible podcast where we talk about everything Collecting-wise, as you guys can see behind me, we're in the new Poke Tower. We got a new setup going on, a new display. So what do you guys think? Not bad, right? Not bad, not bad. All right, all right, all right. So let's get into this. Uh, so for this week, we have, for Pokemon news, oh, one thing, one thing. Sorry, guys. One thing I forgot to tell you is that besides the beginning sample, I don't have any of the samples at all. For some reason, it's just not working in OBS, and then the plugins are working. Um, so we're just going to run with what we got. So here we go. Let me switch these slides up. Go oh, here. here. Whoa, Whoa what, what is, is this? this? Oh, oh, man. No, no gimmicks. gimmicks Stepping the, the, the live, live podcast, podcast game up. Pretty cool. cool. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys think? think? You guys think it's dope? dope? You guys think it's cheesy? cheesy? Let, Let me know. know. Uh, like I said, in the comments, comments Discord, Discord, email, email however. however. All right, let's get into it, though. So we got, what do we got this week? Oh, look at that. European, European V-Stars, V-Stars boxes. boxes. So, so this, this is a Pokemon, Pokemon news for today. Let's get into the European V-Stars, V-Stars boxes. boxes. Let's see what this is all about. Whoa, what, what in the world just happened? happened? Hold, Hold on. on. Bear, Bear with, with me, guys. guys. All right. I'm going to have, gonna have to read, read it from OBS, OBS which is kind of difficult, difficult, but that's all right. All right. All right. Here we go. So, so what this is is the V-Stars for Europe, obviously. And it's supposed to be releasing in America as well, January 28th. So, so kind of dope. dope. Um, Leafeon, Glaceon, we've seen them before. before. This, this is a new V Stars format. format. Um, it's it's giving some breakdowns here. If you guys can see that, you guys are watching the video on Spotify or YouTube. Um, it's, it's giving some breakdowns on the new cards. cards. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is cool for meta players, people who play the game. I have no idea. And I think it's kind of cool for EV fans. I don't know. I've never really. I don't know if I could say that. If I've never really been a fan of. Of EV promos, promos, but... I mean, there's some cool EV promos, promos, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think there is. is. Alright. I think that does it, though. Not Not too exciting. exciting, Pretty pretty easy stuff this week. There's There's not not much to go over. over. Like Like I said, said, it's just a Glaceon and Leafeon collection box. It's nothing crazy. Looks like it comes with Fusion Strike packs, like 4 to 5 or something like that. I don't know. Glaceon kind of looks like it has a cool thing going on in that jumbo. Like some lightning or something. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to pull, to pull something, something here. Let's see what the comments, comments say. say. All right, we got, we got two, two comments. comments. Leafeon V here, here is just bad. bad. Okay, okay, nobody likes, likes it. it. Tight. All right, All right guys. guys. Let me Let get, get back, back out of here and back, back into, into the slides. slides. See how yeah, I can do that. that. See if that, that works, works that way. Boom. Boom. All right, cool. Bear with me, guys. I'm so sorry. All right, all right. Get the presenter mode back up. Okay, here we are. All right, that does it for Pokemon news. news. Let's Let's roll into the highest sell of the week. All right, highest sell of the week for Pokemon Pokemon this week is going to be uh, a base set booster box. Um, I don't know. I don't know the whole difference about Blue Wing, or Danny kind of told me something about Green Wing. I've never even looked at a base set booster box because it's always been so you know way out of range. But if this is something that's right up your alley, this one sold for eleven thousand dollars. $11,000, that's, that's kind of, of, I don't, I don't know, know if that's, that's good. good. Let me think. I think Denny says you can pull up to like 12, 12 I think, is he saying you pull 12 follows or is it 12 follows in, in, in base set? set? 
I don't know. Um, if you guys got base it hollows, maybe this does something for you. If you guys have a base it just laying around in your grandma's closet, a maybe this is the time to let it go. Eleven thousand dollars is quite a bit. Um, but base it, I mean, it's a given. I wasn't very surprised about this high sale of the week. So let's get into. Oh, this is a new segment. This is a new segment. Um, this is gonna be. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. I'm gonna get a lot of hate. Uh, but oh well. This, this is going to be the segment, segment that, that takes, takes over the Poke Tower, Tower Top 5. five. So, so this, this segment's going to take over the Poke Tower Top 5. And, and uh, hold on. on. I, think I think I have two mics going at the same time. time. It's, it's not, not good. good. All right. I think I, I think I muted it. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this new segment is going to take over the Poke Tower Top 5 spot. And it is going to have four. It's going to have four products i don't know four items in it um that i i think are the most elite right now in terms of uh things that you just can't get so not it's not gonna be modern stuff um it's just gonna be expensive stuff it's it's the elite four okay so we're gonna be bringing in the elite four here we go guys um no sample here we go right into it bang the elite four here it is uh so for number four we're going in with the black and white base set booster box. So these are selling for about $2,300 to $3,000. Um, I think you could probably get in and get these for a lot less. Um, I think one just sold like on bid. Oh, man. Mm, 19, 18, I think maybe when I was, when I was looking at it. Um, and then there was one right underneath that sold for like uh, $3,500. And they were both within the same month, I believe. So these things do sell. People do want them. And if you guys didn't know, these are where the Reshiram 113 and Zekrom 114 cards come from that we talked about in previous uh, Devoncore segments and in podcasts. These are also the cards where I'm putting it in the Elite Four. These are also the cards that are featured in the 25th anniversary uh, celebrations like set. And uh, for Pokemon to bring back Reshiram and Zekrom in black and white, throw the 25th anniversary stamp on it, um, I kind of feel like maybe they might be signaling at, signaling at something. Like maybe after this platinum diamond thing, it goes black and white again, and I can see this being a big deal. This being the base set. Um, so for twenty three thousand, for twenty three hundred to three thousand, I don't think it's bad. And when you can get your foot in the door for like eighteen hundred bucks to like maybe seventeen, if you could really haggle, uh, JT, <laughs> then I think you're going to be doing well. So there we go. The Elite Four, I hope you guys are liking it so far. There it is, black and white, base set, booster box. What's next? Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Have you guys ever seen this? I've never seen this, and there's a good reason why. So, plasma st- black and white, Plasma Storm, Elite Trainer Box was the first Elite Trainer Box to ever be made. Now, I searched all over eBay. All over eBay. I mean, I looked forever i found he opened etb and and i believe it's all the guys pools for like a hundred something bucks and i'm totally for getting that a hundred percent just because lugia is dope but i didn't find anything else I, I didn't find any listings of these boxes anywhere i went on google i typed in these boxes and i've i find old websites with like out of stock um like listings and stuff like that but this Plasma Storm Elite Trainer Box, if you guys can get your hands on one, you guys find one in a Facebook marketplace, in an offer up, in a garage sale. I don't know. Your cousin gives you one. I have no idea how you get your hands on one of these. I don't even know what the price would be for this. I, I think, oh, wait. No, I do. I, I saw a price. Back in, I was on Reddit. I was on Reddit, and I believe someone was like, hey, how much is a, um, this was back last year. Yeah, last year, 2020. Yeah. So someone asked how much, what what was the first Elite Trainer Box and how much is it? And someone last year said it sold for, I think, like fifteen or $1,800 for an Elite Trainer Box that came out at 35 bucks. Now, given this is the first one, it's got Lugia on it, it's black, it's dope, it's black and white. I mean, it's crazy. Like, look at it. It's, it's, it deems why it should be that price now, but... Man, I think it's awesome. I think it's I think it's super awesome. I think if you can get your hands on one, you definitely do. It being the first ETB, I think is a is a super 
iconic thing, and it has Lugia on it, which he's he's just a, a a cult favorite or what's that called? Fan favorite. All right, next up, guys, is boom, fire red leaf green booster packs. What? Yes, fire red and leaf green booster packs. Um, I think these are some of the more elite packs that you can absolutely get only because it seems that there's a, an absolute trend with starter Pokemon and Pikachu, right? Because they're they're the OGs of Pokemon. So with base set becoming less and less every year and then people wanting to do the whole rocket thing and then everything's going to start buying down. I'm not saying to buy into this because of that. I'm saying buy into it because Fire Red and Leaf Green, I believe, is a set that not a lot of people kept like the, in this condition that you see in this picture um, or even, you know, kept to collect. You know, I think maybe it was not very much product out there. Maybe a lot of people weren't into it. Uh, a lot of it got ripped open. But this stuff is, is few and far in between. And to find it in good condition like this picture is here is really, really, really hard to find. And to get all the artworks, that's really hard. Um, there is some PSA graded ones, I think, that do pretty well. Um, I, I think this Charizard one is going to do fantastic, um, as well as the Blastoise and Venusaur, but they always they obviously always sell for less, and I can see the Pikachu standing alone to do its own, too. But four to 600 bucks for these packs, and people are doing OBO for 400 bucks. I feel like you could swindle some guys down. 250 300 get it way lower than that. And if they're selling for 600 bucks. You know, right now, people are buying them up. Hey, you just put your foot in the door and you made yourself a little bit of money if you're trying to turn and burn something. But this is also what I feel really dope for a collection. All right, getting on to the last part of the Elite Four. Let's see what we got. Whoa, what is this? Legendary Collection Reverse Hollows. Um, so I feel like... For some reason, the Legendary Collection doesn't get much love. And I feel like, I don't, I feel like not a lot of people talk about it because I, I don't know. I don't even know why. I don't know why it doesn't get any attention. But let's just, let's talk about why it's, it's, in, the elite, it's in the Elite Four. So here, as you guys can see, there's a, there's a 2002 uh, Pokemon Venusaur Legendary Collection Reverse Foil Hollow PSA 10 selling for $4,000, and there's 11 people watching this. 11 people for $4,000. Okay, that's crazy. Not crazier than this. A PSA 2 Charizard Reverse Hollow Foil Legendary Collection for $500, and there's 14 people watching it. Okay, now check this out. Here's another Legendary Collection Dark Blastoise Reverse Foil BGS 8.5 for 550 with 14 people watching it. So what this tells me is that there is plenty of, of reverse foil, raw, legendary collection, Charizards, Venusaurs, and Dark Blastoise out there. You could very well, very well get yourself just the raw cards and grade them and do well. Because as you can see, they sell, in, they sell at all grades in a 2. They sell in a 10. They sell in an 8.5. So this is, to me, a, a really fun gamble if you if you want to gamble PSA slabs, I guess. I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's fun because Legendary Collection Reverse Foils look amazing. Reverse Hollows look awesome. That, like, firework pattern. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's like that firework pattern, that really glittery um, Reverse Hollow on the old Legendary Collection cards. Uh it's just really cool. It's super dope. If you guys don't know what they are, check out the video format on Spotify and YouTube. Um, they're dope. And like I said, they sell at every at every grade, and um, you can still find raw ones out there. And if you get a raw one, I'm sure you can you can snipe out a PSA 3, a PSA 4, 5, or 6. I mean, you get to 7 or 8, maybe that's a little bit of, you know, sketchy sketchy territory or a sketchy area, but, you know. That's, that's the part of the gamble, you know what I mean? You're like, hey, I think this will get an 8. You send it in, you get a nine. Oh, you know what I mean? That's to me. I think that's pretty fun. And uh, the fact that you, I don't think you can lose really, um, unless you pay overpriced for your raw, then you lose. All right, guys, that does it for the elite four segment. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. And in, like I said, in the email and in the discord. 
um, because I would really like the feedback on it, whether you guys like the Elite Four or not. And if you guys are upset, I know a lot of people are going to be upset. And if you guys are upset that the Poketar Top 5 is now gone, or is it? Uh, Poketar Top 5, 5, 5. All right, guys. So over the, over the year of the Poketar, of over the year of Poketowering that we've done, uh, of doing this podcast, um, we have adopted more and more TCGs, and we have grown a love for more and more cards and collections and collectibles or whatever, whether it be Funko Pops or it's Marvel collect, it's Marvel cards or it's old like uh, uh, TMNT cards or whatever it is. We we have, we have grown to love everything. So I I felt the best thing to do was hey, the Poketower Top Five shouldn't just be Pokemon. It should be a top five of like all the TCGs. Kind of like if you guys remember in the earlier episodes, Denny and myself used to share the top five where we give our, we, we give our top five Pokemon picks. So here we go, guys. This is number five for the Poketower top five. I know I threw you guys for a little loop. I said it was gone. It's not gone. It's here. Um, so we always got to give back toys for tots. Um, G's store has already reached her goal, but what she re- what she raises from now until it ends rolls over into next year's um, Toys for Tots uh, account. Now, also, don't forget that there's all other kinds of ways that you can give back to the community, to other people. Do something bigger and more than just yourself for the holidays. Um, I know some of us don't believe in the holidays, but hey... Some of us, some of us, some of us loners out there. Most of us collectors are loners, all right? So, hey, give someone a free card. Give someone a free pack. Buy someone a pack. I don't know. Do something nice. Um, give back to the kids. Give back to the community. Go to a food drive. Do something. But that's number five, the Poke Tower. It's going to be for the whole holidays. So get used to it. All right. Number four for the Poke Tower Top 5. Boom. Yes, we're coming back again with the graded uh, booster packs. This time, I'm giving, you, I'm giving you two different ones. I'm Well, technically, not different. The jungle is not different because we had the Flareon jungle. But this is Scyther. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Scyther. So we have the Scyther jungle pack in a PSA 10, selling for $311. Um, I don't think that's bad at all. I think that's good. We're talking a PSA 10, 1999 pack. What? That's incredible for three hundred and eleven dollars. I've I've spent three hundred dollars on modern stuff. You know, I'm upset at myself for that. Or this, a two thousand eight, you know, Dialga Great Encounters uh Diamond and Pro Booster Pack, PSA ten, three forty nine. There's eighteen people watching that. You know, so these things aren't uh unsellable and, and it's not like people aren't interested in them. People are interested and people are looking and it's definitely a, there's definitely a market for it and I think it deserves to be in the Pokemon top four top five at the fourth spot because these I think are just a market that is just untapped and I feel like you could definitely definitely get tapped all right next one up spot number three we got PGLD premium gold Yu-Gi-Oh god cards yes yes look at them if you guys are watching the video if you guys are driving don't don't look maybe just peek quick but these cards are amazing. Amazing. The premium gold god cards are absolutely amazing. Any premium gold card in general is just amazing. Um, I don't think mine will show up that well. I have mine right here. But, yeah, it's not showing up, like, at all on the camera. Whatever. It's fine. But anyways, uh, the PGLD cards are super dope because they have the gold borders, the gold, all the gold accents on the card, and then... The font at the top is actually the secret rare like font, so like that crystally like diamond looking font. So it gives it a really nice pop. I don't know if you can tell, but the cards just look awesome. They're super dope. Um, I think these are something that people are gonna wish they had when they're gone. Um, you can still find them. You can still find them around. So if you guys are interested, I would say, hey, go after them and get them. Because these things, once they're gone, they're gonna be expensive, very expensive. Next one up. This one's been on my mind for a while been on my mind for a while I've, I've 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 always look to see if i could find like a real low priced one um but here we go 
Boom. Super Saiyan, Goku, and Frieza, Miraculous Conclusion. This is a dope card. It's just a it's just a crazy dope card. Um you got the pink, the yellow, um Frieza, an iconic character. We're not gonna talk about any of the unfortunate happenings, you know, because that's not why this card is dope. That's not why we want this card. We want this card because it's Frieza and Goku coming together in like the epitome. Like Frieza and Goku don't like each other, you know what I mean? If you watch Dragon Ball. So this card right here. I think is super dope. I think it's going to stand the test of time. It's all, it's already, it's still doing well. It does well. Grading a 10, it's a very, very expensive card. Um, and even raw, I still, I think it's like three, 400 bucks still. So yeah, this card is dope. I like it a lot. Hope you guys like it too. Who has one? There's someone in the discord that has one. Hmm. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna beat myself up over that. Somebody has this card. Just just shout at me in the Discord. I'm sorry. All right. For the top spot here. Yep. We got Patriot Mon. Yeah, it's Patriot Mon. Yeah, I know we're all sick and tired of seeing Patriot Mon. Um this is just the uh Omni Mon from uh Double Diamond. The only reason why it's taking the top spot is because it's a super sick card. It's Omni Mon. Um and I'm in the middle of a trade with Denny, uh, Gengar Greasy. I'm in the middle of a trade for his uh, Black Luster Soldier for this Omnimon, so I'm hunting this guy down like, oh, man, like it's elk season. I'm just hunting. Um, so I've, I'm gone, I've gone five boxes deep so far. Five boxes deep. Didn't get much. I got a play set of eight Pac-Mon. <laughs> it's Beale Starmon. Um, I got two Alpha Mons uh, and some other stuff. But... We'll get into some more stuff about this Omnimon character here later in the Digimon segment. Uh, but here we go. Here's the breakdown of the Poke Tower Top 5. Yes, we got, G's, we got G-Store, Toys for Tots, and Any Charitable Cause. PSA Booster Packs, obviously, because why would you not want something like encapsulated from time? And, and some of those artworks on those booster packs are just, you can't, you don't get, it doesn't get any better than that. Third is the Premium Gold God Cards, Obelisk, Slifer, and Raw. Uh, and then you have Super Saiyan, Sun Goku, and Frieza, Miraculous Conclusion. And then you have Patreon, a.k.a. Omnimon, uh, the super rare alternate art from uh, Double Diamond. All right. So now we are going to be getting into the Devoncore. Boom. Here we are, guys. Into the Devoncore segment. Um, I'm sorry if this podcast is a little bit short. I figured maybe it might run like 45 to, to an hour. That's what I'm trying to get it at. Um just because I have no one here to like have any banter with or like go back and forth or go on a tangent. So I'm just blazing through this stuff. But here we go. Let's talk about this. So Devoncore, this is the, this is the uh, segment where we talk about all, you know, cards that are sleepers, cards that are cheap, cards that you could potentially use or utilize to make, to get more cards in your collection. I don't know if I said that right, but these cards here are not going to break the bank. They're not going to be, you know, these crazy one of a kind, one of a, you know, Charizard base set is going to cost, it's going to be worth tens of thousands of dollars. These cards here are just going to be um, cards that are going to have a nice scale up that you're going to be able to just sell or get rid of because there's not too much attachment. Or maybe there is. Maybe you do think these cards are as dope as I think they are. So here we go. Let's talk about it. The cards we're going to be talking about today are a few from the EX Emerald uh, card era. The first one up we have is Blazekin. Hold up, let me let me pop my uh, my PowerPoint on my iPad real quick so that way I can I can see all my notes. All right, that's taking a while to load. That's annoying. Uh, there it is. All right, so Blazekin, Blazekin, right there. Blazekin one, Blazekin one out of one oh six. Hollow, or you can get the stamp. I think the stamp's way, way cooler because obviously EX Emerald stamped on the starter cards is sick. Um, if you guys are a fan of the Emerald uh, game like I was, I was a massive fan. Um, you'll think these cards are as dope as I do. So Blazekin, one out of 106. He's going, going for about 30 to 40 bucks. So not bad, 30 to 40 bucks raw. But then graded, they're going for 
a couple hundred dollars. We're talking like two, 200 bucks, 250. So if we talk a grade, when PSA comes back, if you guys are, you guys are only grading PSA, and when PSA comes back with more affordable grading services, I would say that's when you would send these sleeper cards out. Obviously, you don't send these express because then you're just not going to be you're not going to be making any money at all. So, Blazekin, super dope. I know we have some Blazekin fans out there. That one's for you, John Landry. I'm sure you've already seen it. Um, but the EX Emerald stamp one is super dope. Next one up here is Swamper, 11 out of 106. Uh, this one also comes with the EX stamp too. Uh, all the starters come with the EX stamp. They're all hollows. In these pictures, it doesn't look hollow, but they're all hollows. This one's pretty dope. About 20 to 30 bucks, so it is it is cheaper than the uh, Blazekin. Um, but I think Swamper's dope. I don't think Swamper gets a, enough love. There's not too many Swamper cards. Um, they have Swampert, which is Mecha Swampert. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's a dope Swampert card. And I'm trying to think of some other ones. Um, I don't know. I'll have to do, I'll have to do a Swampert, Devon Corp, because there's only a few. The next one up is a Sceptile or Skeptile, 10 out of 106. This one's 40 bucks, and it was pretty... Pretty steady across the board, $40. Um, this one also comes with the EX Emerald uh, stamp, which looks really good with the green. Uh, I think it's a dope card. Uh, he was actually my starter when I played Emerald. I, I chose uh, Trico. The next one up is Rayquaza, 9 out of 106. So this Rayquaza card down here is also a hollow. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think if it comes, to the e- it comes with the EX Emerald stamp. I feel like it has to. It's got to. Maybe it doesn't because his face is too close to the corner. No, no, it does. It does, I think. I'm going to have to fact check myself. But the Deox, the one that we're going to talk about, the one to the left of him, uh, Deox, 2 out of 106, he has the EX Emerald stamp for sure. But Rayquaza, 9 out of 106, 50 to 100 bucks. He is the one of the more expensive just regular hollows in the set because this set also had um, EX cards in it. So this set also had EX cards, so it's... The hollows weren't technically the rarest card to pull, but obviously Rayquaza is a fan favorite, and it just seems like these regular hollow artworks of Rayquaza do really, really well. So fifty to hundred bucks, he's the most expensive um, regular hollow in the in the set. And then the next one up, we have Deox that we talked about. Deox two at one hundred six, twenty to thirty bucks. You can't beat that. The uh, EX Emerald stamp is obviously a little bit more. I think it's like forty to fifty, somewhere right around there. Um, but they don't make a lot of Deox cards either. This one's pretty cool. I like it. I think it's dope. Um, let's see. What else have we got here? Let me get over the next slide. Next slide. Boom. There's the EX cards from EX Emerald. Um, so we have Deox. Deox EX. That's hard to say. Deox EX 93 at, 93 at a 106. Uh, it's going for 120 to 200 bucks. So 120 to 200 bucks. I don't, I don't think that's bad. What happened here? Why is that? Why is that cut off? What happened? Hold on. Let me fix this. What? What? There we go. All right. So what? If you guys aren't watching the video, what happened was some, for some reason the slide got cropped. Um, I have no idea why. But Deox EX ninety three out of one hundred six one twenty to two hundred bucks. You can't beat EX borders. EX borders are, are super sick. Um, I know 120 to 200 bucks is kind of steep, but there's a lot of people asking OBO. Um, so hit him with a nice offer. Hit him with a nice offer if you like Deox. I think this is a dope Deox card. Um, and if you don't like it, you can hit up Dusclops EX, which is the next card we're going to talk about. 94 out of 106. This one's a little bit cheaper. 60 to 100 bucks. So we got the EX borders, same deal as uh, the Deox EX, just Dusclops. 60 to 100 bucks. I think Dusclops is a dope Pokemon. Um, ghost types are some of my favorite type of Pokemon. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why me and Danny both have that. They're just dope, I think. Um, but Dusclops is a sick card. I have, um, oh no, I have Golurk. I have Golurk in the secret rare. Um, these, the next card up that we're going to talk about, the Farfetch'd, Farfetch'd 107 out of 106 from EX Emerald. He is the only secret rare in the set, which is odd, Right? So if you guys are watching the video, you guys can see this Farfetch card. It's nothing special. It's really nothing special at all. Um, but he's the only secret rare in the set, so I threw him in there because like, hey, that's kind of, that's kind of a little uh, niche thing. Like, and 
kind of cool because I have I have the Hitmonchan, Scyther, and uh, Electabuzz secret rares from I don't remember what set that is. Just because I thought they were tight that they they threw in the uh, like old artwork as like secret rares. This Farfetch'd, I think it's just like what? Why Farfetch'd? Why would you throw him as a secret rare? So, anyways, he's pretty cheap thirty for four, thirty to forty bucks from Ex Emerald. Um, Ex Emerald was two thousand. Oh man, what is this? Two thousand five, two thousand five, two thousand like six. So you're you're getting the only secret rare in the set. 2005, 2006 for 30 to 40 bucks in like near mint condition. I don't, that's, that's pretty good to me. I mean, it's not the best Pokemon. Farfetch'd isn't the best, but hey, you can't beat, you can't beat what he is. The only rare in the EX Emeralds, EX Emerald card list. So it is what it is. Pretty dope. Here's the Devoncore breakdown of the cards that we talked about. And here it is. Here's the packs of EX Emerald. They're pretty dope. So um, if you guys want to hunt down the packs too, I'd recommend that. But I would assume they're probably more expensive than most of the cards on here. All right. What we got next? Ooh, this one was tough, but here we go. Gengar's grabs. Gengar's grabs for the, weeks, for the week was so tough. Oh, my gosh. You guys really bought a lot of stuff. <laughs> you guys bought a lot of stuff, and you guys are really competing for those uh, spots. And I know you guys are going to hate me. You guys are going to hate me like, what, Devin? This one's way more rare. And why would you do this one over that one? Well, uh, hey, it's just what I think. It's my opinion, man. I'm sorry. But uh, here we go. Taking the number five spot for Gengar's grabs is ATM for life. Um, he's coming in with four, four CGC slabs. It's looking like a Lugia, a Ho-Oh, a shiny Voltorb. And what is that? Delta species? Uh, uh, I think that's a Pop Series Lugia. Um, I think that's a Delta species. Or it's it's some kind some type of stamped Squirtle. Um, but that's dope. I think one of our other Discord members, that guy, posted this listing in in the Devoncore segment in, the, in not in the segment Devoncore tab on our Discord, and I believe ATM went and picked it up. So that's super dope. Tight Discord members helping out each other, so that had to make the Gengar's grabs. This next one up, hey. New member, new member, super dope, uh, Pomainville95. Yep, he's coming in with two slabs. He's got the pre-release um, Aerodactyl from Fossil, super dope. Uh, we've talked about this card before. It's stamped with pre-release, just like uh, Dark Gyarados. I remember what turned me on to pre-release cards when Denny actually gave me my pre-release Dark Gyarados, and I was like, whoa, these exist? That's really cool. So I went on a little rabbit hole. Found Aerodactyl and I was like, "Hey, Aerodactyl's a tight Pokemon, and you can't get any better than the than Fossil Aerodactyl." And he also picked up a 8.5 CGC uh, Japanese Skarmory from Neo Genesis Neo Revelations Neo something. Yep, super dope. That was also featured in the Devon Core segment last week for. Uh, Gengar Greasy's last time on the podcast just for a little bit. So let's see what we got next. Coming up next. Oh, taking number, what is this, number three? The third spot. Yep, I'm sorry. You couldn't quite secure a higher spot, unfortunately. But the EX Dragonite, that is crazy. I mean, that's not EX Dragonite. I think that's Delta Species. He's green. Is that Delta Species? Yeah. Delta Species Dragonite? That's tight. I think Delta Species is dope. I think it's one of the card sets that I'm really interested in only because the cards are like different. They're different types than they normally are. So Blastoise will be electric type. So he's an ele- he's a yellow card. I, you know, I think that's cool. He also picked up the... Uh, is that a... I think... I believe that's a pre-release. Is that a pre-release? I can't tell. He's got good form though. He's got a good M- MLC form. Give him that. Uh, but he also picked up a PSA graded... Uh, Misty's Cedra, super dope. You can't get picking up slabs. It's got to make Gengar's grabs. But coming in at number two, this one was super sick with the movie coming out. Boom! Let there be carnage. We got the Ghost Rare Venom Marvel card from Too Old to Mod. Yes, Chase coming in at number two. That's so dope, man. Um, I saw this and I've always liked those uh, holograph. What do they call what do they call them? Uh, hologram or holographic 
hollow. What are they called? Mm, we're going to call them, we just call them ghost rares in the Poke Tower. Ghost rare Marvel cards are dope, especially Venom. And uh, like I said, the movie just came out and the movie's dope. I've been watching it on repeat with my nephew. All right. And taking number one, undoubtedly taking number one, because this card is just sick. Black War Greymon by JT. This thing is dope. Good job, JT, taking the spot uh, for Gengar's Grabs. I'm a fan of, of Black War Greymon. You know, I don't know if you guys can see right like up there. That's a Metal Guru-mon. There's no War Greymons here. And I'm not saying I don't like, I don't like War Greymon. He's just never been my Digimon. War, War Greymon has always been Denny's Digimon. And I've always liked Gabumon and Metal Guru-mon and all that stuff. But Black War Greymon, when I saw him, I was like, whoa, that's tight. And I remember when I was a kid, I was like, that's tight. He's tight. So taking the number one spot is this Black War Greymon. I don't know much about Digimon. I don't know how rare this card is. I just know that I like it a lot. I like the way it looks. And I, myself, would go and look this up and buy it. All right. Let's get into some Digimon. Digimon. All right. Digidestined, here we go, guys. Let's talk about some Digimon. So Digidestined is our segment where we talk about Digimon. Obviously, if you guys are just now tuning in for the first time, what we're going to be talking about this week for Digimon is our man, Patreon. Yep, Patreon is fluctuating in price right now. He's going down. He's, he's showing a massive decline in price, um, which is good because I want to get my hands on one for for like you know, three, 400 bucks. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Um, but a lot of people are claiming that he is like a ghost rare starlight. Like he's just some crazy pool. And, you know, me being, you know, a, a Yu-Gi-Oh guy and I'm like, Hey, you know, starlights are, are really hard to pull. I wonder if this guy is like a starlight. Cause then I would be really interested to, to pull him just because I like, I like to hunt that rarity. I like the amount of like, like, I don't know, anticipation or like, you know, never knowing when you're going to get one. And when you do get it, you know when you get it. So I just like that feeling. Uh, but here we go. Let's get into the the facts. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So I went on to eBay, and I looked up. Well, first, I went and looked up all... I, lo- I went and looked up three other super rare alternate arts from uh, Double Diamond, as well as looking up our man Patriotmon, or the Ghost Rare Omnimon from Double Diamond, which is the hit of the set. Well, what I found was pretty surprising. So, on eBay, I searched on eBay, uh, Double Digimon, Double Diamond, like BT6, zero, whatever his number, whatever Omnimon's number is, 084, I think it is. Um, Omnimon... And now it's it, right? Alternate art. So put that in, looked at all the listings, and looked at all the sold. So there was tw- a total of 23 listed and sold Patriot Mons. Okay. Let's see, what, let's see how the other super rare alternate arts do in the set. So we have Gabumon Bond of Friendship. This one had a total of 16 listed and sold. So that's seven less, but a pretty similar number. Then we have Jessmon, super rare alternate art. There's 22 listed and sold. Again, a very, very similar number to Omnimon's pull rate, pull and sell rate. They don't match the same price, I'll tell you that. But the listings and sold... It looks like the pull rates might be the same. Maybe. We'll see. But coming in, this one was surprising. This one surprised me big time. We have Agumon Bond of Courage. Agumon Bond of Courage. There was only nine listed and sold. This guy like, like this guy was a ghost. I barely saw any listings of him. And this, again, this was only through eBay. This wasn't TCG Player. This wasn't uh, Mercari. This wasn't through any other um, uh, marketplace. Just strictly through eBay. And we're seeing these very similar numbers. And if you, like, numbers don't lie. Like, look at them. 
And I understand. I understand that there may be more listings of the Omnimon because people are going to sell him. When they pull him, they're going to they're gonna list him. They're going to sell him. If someone pulls a, Gob- a Gobumon who's not a Digimon fan, he's not going to list it. He's just going to be like, oh, man, he's going to get another box and try to pull the Omnimon. Or, you know, the Jessmon or the, the, the Agumon, all of them, same deal, right? Well, it, look at the numbers. There's 23, 16, 22, and 9. It seems it seems very very uh, similar pull rates. It just seems like you know, with there being so many alternate arts in the set, and Digimon only allowing up to one alternate art per box to be pulled, or maybe two at best, you have a very slim chance of of pulling him. Here's another thing I'll talk about. I went to Frankenstein's on Saturday. Last Saturday, I went to Frankenstein's. And I saw more double diamond booster boxes than I saw, like, anything else. There was so much double diamond at, at every vendor, at every store, at every clerk I went to. And that, to me, I was like, huh, there's a whole lot of product out here. I've seen a whole lot of Omnimons be sold, and I've seen the price drop. It means there's a ton of there's a ton more Omnimons to be pulled out there, because um, there's a lot of product. I mean, there was a lot, and I was like, hmm. You know, when I I believe when what was that Battle of Omni? I think I believe when Battle of Omni came out, and maybe even 1.0 or 1.5. I can't remember. 1.5. I was at Frankenstein's when that, when that, around that time when those came out and there wasn't very many, like you, there's people had like maybe 10 boxes and some stores are sold out. No, we don't have any more. So that to me is enough evidence to hold off on buying an Omnimon for myself. I still need to pull one for my brother. So that way I can trade him for his black luster soldier that he has his collector rare black luster soldier from Toon chaos. Um, but in terms of buying one, I think maybe if you're a Digimon fan and this Omnimon is right up your alley, I think maybe you, you hold off and you wait a little bit because I think the prices are still going to come up and they're still going to go down more and more because there's a lot of product to be opened and there's a whole lot more Omnimons that are out there. All right. Getting into the Digimon High Sale of the Week, this is also going to, I believe, kind of put the nail in the coffin. So here we go. Digimon High Sale of the Week. Here we go. We got Omnimon, Omegamon, Parallel, BT1, SR, BT6, Double Diamond, BGS, 9.5. Jeez. Sold for $2,050. This was the highest sale of the week for Digimon. Um, and this right here is not, is not the American version. So if you guys are watching the video format, you guys can see that this Omnimon is not the American Omnimon. It's, the, it's Japanese Omnimon. If I'm wrong about this Digimon stuff, I'm very sorry. I get my... I get... All the amount of Digimon information I get from my brother, and we talk about it like once. So, <laughs> so let me just let me just start with that. But I believe, if I'm right, I believe that this this Japanese one is more rare than the American one. And I also believe that the Japanese one was like a tournament prize or something like that. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, or maybe it just it was just pulled from the set, um, and they labeled it as a parallel rare, and, and the American and the American set didn't. I have no idea, but I I, I feel like. I feel like I remember this being more more rare than the American one. And for it to be selling for $2,000 and a 9.5, I don't think does the American one justice at all. Because when people are asking 900 bucks for a raw one, you're telling me that's that's you can justify 900 bucks for a raw Omnimon when there's a Japanese one that's, you know, more exclusive and more rare than it already graded in a 9.5 being sold for 2,000. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm totally wrong about this stuff, but I I have a good feeling about this and I think I think Patriotmon is is going down. Patriotmon is, is his price is going down and I'm I'm stoked. As well as I think everyone else who loves Digimon or loves Omnimon should be stoked. All right. Next up is Dragon Ball. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to try <laughs> I thought, hey, I thought about it for a second. I thought about it for a second, and uh, I was like, I'm going to do the uh, the Dragon Ball sample, and then I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. 
I'm going to try. All right, so what we got here for Dragon Ball? So Dragon Ball, here we go. We got some news for Dragon Ball. We got the Mythic Booster. Looks like some sample cards from there. So here we go. Let's get into it. Let me get my uh, OBS back up so I can see there. Um, again, I'm sorry, guys. I have to read off of OBS just because I don't have two monitors. But here we go. Mythic Booster. Um, I did s slightly glance over this already, and it looks like people are saying that this is... Uh, and this is Bleeding Cool, by the way. This this site, all this information comes from Bleeding Cool. Um, I believe they're saying that this Mythical Booster set looks like it's going to be like a GT-based set. Um, but it was kind of odd because I was looking through some images and um, like on Google, and the sample cards that they had were labeled Mythical Booster and they didn't look like GT GT characters. So maybe there might be some additional people in there as well. Uh, but let's see. It says, if you if you tell me we've got a new preview showing Kid Goku and Trunks, I'm going to picture a Dragon Ball GT focus. You know the arc where Goku was turned back into a kid, right? Uh, not the case. Instead, we have Dragon Ball Goku riding the Nimbus. And Oh, wait. Yep. Wait. Not the case. Instead, we have Dragon Ball Goku riding the Nimbus in Z-era Kid Trunks. Both of these are the alternate art reprints, which we have now learned come one per pack. Wait. Wait. Both of these are the alternate art prints, which we have now learned come one per pack and will always be rendered in this premium gold foil, essentially giving super rare vibes. Both of these cards are great, but the Sun Goku Nimbus Master goes up there as one of the cards I want to pull the most. There was such a mixture. Okay. All right, cool. So it looks like Bleeding Cool is stoked for the Sun Goku Nimbus Master. Um, I don't know. Saiyan Showdown let me down. I was super stoked for Saiyan Showdown, to be honest, um, and it let me down quite a bit. So Dragon Ball let me down with a few of their sets. They had Supreme Rivalry. Supreme Rivalry. That was not not a great set. The hits in there weren't the best. Um, Saiyan Showdown hits in there aren't the best. Uh, your best bet is the Secret Rares. Those are the coolest cards. And you're not going to pull those, so you might as well buy them. And what was another recent set that came out? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, Clash of Spirits? Clash of Spirits? Spirits... Crossing Spirits? Spirits Crossing? I don't know. Something like that. Cross Spirits. Cross Spirits. It's called Cross Spirits. That set was okay. Okay. It has the it has the uh, Miraculous Conclusion, the, the Super Saiyan Goku, and a uh, Frieza card in it. That's probably the best card in there. All right. So that does it for the Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball news for the week. Um, not much, guys. Um, it was kind of hard to find some news in, in general about... Dragon Ball. So let's get back into our regular stuff. Yeah, but look at that. Wouldn't that Vegito? See, these are the other mythical booster um, promos I was seeing, like this Vegito and that that Senzu Bean uh, Goku like Cell. Sick, right? Wouldn't that be tight if we got that in the set? Where is my pre my presenter view? All right, there we go. I got it. All right, let's get on to Dragon Ball's highest sell of the week. Okay, no surprise. And obviously, it's worth it's worth it's worth the money. I think Sun Goku Hope of Hope of Universe Seven SPR Dragon Ball Super Card uh, TB One zero fifty two PSA ten Gem Mint. Uh, this is this is the uh, signature Goku card. Uh, if you guys aren't watching, this is the signature Goku card. It came in the Terminal Power. It sold for a thousand nine hundred two dollars with fifteen dollars shipping. Guy got his. The guy got his. Um, 23 bids on this thing. So people want it. People want this card and people are willing to pay a good penny for it. I don't think $2,000 is the cap for it though. So I think $2,000 is still super cheap um, for this card. And I can see it getting way up there to be honest. Because like we've talked about before, Goku is... Goku's voice actor is attached to Goku. People like the voice actor. And people like the fact that the voice actor is the voice actor for Goku. So... Get the signature... Just, just bite the bullet and do it. I got to do it. 
I gotta bite the bullet and do it. I'm still looking at my dependable go my my dependable son Gohan. Um and I'm still looking at this card here too, and the Vegito one as well. Um and that's it for Dragon Ball. That's it, guys. That's it for Dragon Ball. Real quick, real easy. Um, I'm sorry if th some of these segments are real short or if I'm botching stuff too much. Uh, but now we are going to get into some Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. There's a sample right there, guys. All right. Yu-Gi-Oh! High Solo Week. Okay. Here we go. 1996 Konami Yu-Gi-Oh! Asian English Metal Raiders Sealed Booster Box. $13,600. 15 bids. $20 shipping. Insane. Insane. So... There was some some listings. There were some listings that sold for higher than this. But when I when I went to that site that we were recommended, uh, one thirty was that one thirty point or something like that. Um, they just looked fraudulent because there would be a the same picture with like one bid and 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 like a couple days before, and I'm like, what? And it would and it sold for like less. The, the, the couple days after it sold for less than when it sold like three days before, like what same exact picture, everything. And I was like, mm, that's kind of, that's kind of like sketchy, you know? So I was like, ah, that can't be the highest sell of the week. And then I checked another one and there was another one that I was like, Whoa, you know, there was only like one bid on it. There's only like one bid on it. And then I looked at, I looked down the line and there was, it was this, there's the same box with another one bid. And I was like, what? So here it is. This one's legit. 15 bids, 13,600 bucks, uh, Metal Raiders. This set's sick. We talked about Metal Raiders in, uh, when we covered all the like vintage Yu-Gi-Oh sets. Um, Metal Raiders has Summon Skull. It has uh, a Summon Skull. Am I wrong? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on. I can't be wrong here. Metal, Metal Raiders. Metal Raiders are the... I can't be wrong here. I'm going to feel like a jerk. All right. Let's get it going. Nope, that's not it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was right. Summon Skull, Gate Guardian, Black Skull Dragon, Time Wizard, Mirror Force, Solemn Judgment, Change of Heart, Thousand Dragon, Barrel Dragon, Harpy Lady, Magic Jammer, uh, Kazajin, Heavy Storm, uh, Singing of the Thunder, uh, Suijin, uh, Two-headed Thunder Dragon, Seven Tools of the Bandit, Catapult Turtle, Karibo, Killer Needle, Thunder Dragon, Harpy Lady Sisters. Like, even the rares, even the rares in this set are sick. So, I mean, 13000 I can't ever buy nothing like that. <laughs> I hope one day I can get me a, a sealed MRD booster box, but by then they will be up into, like, the 30s. So, we'll see. Maybe one day. All right, let's get into the topic of the week for Yu-Gi-Oh! Topic of the week is going to be, drumroll, Brothers of Legend. Let's go. This is the newest set to Yu-Gi-Oh! Brothers of Legend. Um, let me pop up my slide on my on my iPad here so I can follow along with all the info. All right. So, Brothers of Legend came out December 3rd this year. So, it is our newest TCG right now. Um, super dope set. Um, it's a little bit different than your regular set. There's like five cards per pack. Um, and I, I haven't opened up any myself, but Denny says that they're all hollow. Denny says they're all hollow and we're going to talk about exactly what they are. He just says like, they're all hollow. And I was like, they're just all hollow. Like maybe it's like a, you know, um, what was that set that had all hollows? Is the go ghost from the past? The ghost from the past had all hollows? What set was that? Man, I'm doing terrible. It's because I don't have Gengar Greasy here. I don't have Gengar. Uh, I think it's the uh, and then we figure it out. But yeah, so this set contained contains 95 cards, two Starlights, 34 Secret Rares, and 59 Ultra Rares. So there's no Super Rares or Rares in this set. It's only Ultra, Secret, and two Starlights. Of these two Starlights, though, which are going to be the hits, you have Starlight Leviathan Dragon. Pretty cool. XYZ. Starlight, it's a black card, sick. Um, and then you have Starlight Dark Dragoon. That is the hitter. Starlight Dark Dragoon is amazing. I, I think Dark Dragoon is awesome. I know. I think he's. Last time I checked, he was banned in competitive play because he's just an OP card. It's Red Eyes and Dark Magician. Dark Magician is my other favorite 
Yu-Gi-Oh uh, monster besides Red Eyes. Now they have him fused together, and he's in a Starlight. Before that, he was only in Ultra Rare. I got the Ultra Rare. I got to get this Starlight. Got to. There's just no, no question about it. Um, got to get him. Some of the other hits from the set, though, are Forbidden Droplet. Um, I believe one of our members in our Discord pulled this. I don't know who it was. Mm, I want to say Fluky. But I might be wrong. Again, guys, shout me out in the Discord. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not I'm not remembering. Uh, but Forbidden Droplet, uh, Secret Rare, I think it goes for like 80 to 100 bucks, something like that. Um, the next one is Magician's Soul. This one's pretty dope. It's kind of like a Dark Magician. Um, I think it's a Dark Magician support card. Uh, Secret Rare. That one was selling for like I think 50 bucks. And then there's Evil Hero, uh, a Dusted Gold. These are some of my these are some of my favorite ones. These are the ones I'm gonna go after as well. Evil Hero, a Dusted Gold, and Malicious Bane, uh, Evil Hero, Malicious Bane, and Secret Rares. Those both go for like 20 bucks, uh, 20, 30 bucks. So pretty dope. The set is sick. I mean, you, you be, you're getting you're getting rewarded the whole entire time you're opening the set. You're just getting all these shiny ultras with you know. Their ultra tech, their ultra rare text on, up top, and then you get all these, you get these secret rares, and then you get the chance to pull a starlight. Like, I don't know how hard these starlights are going to be going to be to pull, because I think, I think, I might be wrong, but I think, I don't think there's another set out there that's quite like this. And what I mean by that is, I don't think there's another set out there that has only. Ultra rares, secret rares, and two starlights, and comes five cards per pack. I don't know. I don't think there is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think, but mm, no, I don't. I really don't think there is. Um, and I think. I think that's pretty cool. And at the same time, I think that kind of messes with the pool rates because normally when you have a starlight rare pool, there's five starlights in the set. So now if there's only two, does that make him less? rare than he should be like does it make him a less of a rare starlight and another thing denny that denny brought up was that was brother is brothers of legend uh, like a holiday like a Yu-Gi-Oh holiday set and i was like that's a good question it might be like like a little celebratory end of the year holiday set that Yu-Gi-Oh might do and uh that's the reason why they threw in like dark starlight dark dragoon they give you all ultra rares and secrets uh to make you feel good during the holidays so that could also be another another reason why this this Starlight Dark Dragoon may not be something that you jump on if you're just if you're just willing to buy him raw. It may not be something that you're just going to jump on right away because this could be a Starlight rare that there could be a lot of. So just like in a Legendary Duelist, the last one that just came out, uh, the Crystal Clear, the Crystal Clear Synchro Wings Dragon, um, Crystal Clear Crystal. He's in here somewhere. Yeah, but the uh, Ghost Rider that just came out in uh, the Legendary Duelist um, Synchro Storm. That that Ghost Rare was only going for like 80, 90 bucks, you know. So, and he was the only Ghost Rare, he was the only Ghost Rare in the set. So, the only other set that's like that is Raw, and I know Raw is an Egyptian God card. So, he obviously... That's why he has a pretty penny for his ghost rare. And he's a he's kind of a popular monster. He's the worst Egyptian. He's the worst Egyptian god, but whatever. Um <laughs> uh, but I'm trying I'm 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 just trying to to think, you know, is this something that is worth jumping on right now? Because I'm trying to think about it for myself, because obviously I really like Dark Dragoon and um and I'm teeter tottering back and forth whether I want to jump on it now. So that way I can secure one in its most fresh condition. Um, or if I wait to see if the prices come down a little bit, or if I just chase it myself. Um, because like I said, with there only being two starlights, it does make the pull rates. I feel like it makes the pull rates a little bit easier. Maybe it doesn't. Um, I would like to see how this thing does after a few more weeks, see how many listings go on eBay, see what the prices do. And then I could see myself maybe making a decision then. But one thing I want to bring up, is this card right here. So here's the breakdown of, of Brothers of Legend. But I feel like a lot of people with with the uh, with this new edition of the the, the American, the English Starlight uh, Dark Dragoon, I feel like a lot of people have forgotten that there is this 20th anniversary 
Um, why is that cut off? What is going on? What? Whatever. There is this twentieth. There is this twentieth Japanese twentieth anniversary Dark Dragoon Starlight Rare that has red, red. His name is in red. The whole car is a starlight, and then down in the bottom by the monster effect and like the fusion monster like text box is uh, a twentieth a twentieth anniversary stamp that's like in like textured and embossed into the card. This card looks levels above the English version. And the fact that it's it was made for the 20th anniversary, it's got the red font, and it's got the little embossed 20th uh, anniversary thing on it. It's got so much more going on than the English version does. It came out before the English version. Um, I, I, think, I think I'd go for this one first. I would go for this one first. Um, that's just my own personal opinion. I would, I would probably myself stick to pulling one from a box just because I could see myself maybe trying to master set a 95 card, a 95 card Yu-Gi-Oh set doesn't seem too bad to master set with there only being two starlight rares. Um, but Japanese 20th anniversary, Dark Dragoon, starlight rare. Don't forget about them. I feel like a lot of people have with, with the new English one. So make sure if you guys really like Dark Dragoon or Red Eyes or Dark Magician, that you go check out my man right there. All right. Last segment of the night. Last segment of the night. Here we go, guys. Boom. TCG Battle Royale. TCG Battle Royale is a segment where we pit all the uh, TCGs against each other to see which one comes out on the top and see which one is, you know, the most worth to, uh, to, to rip. To sip and rip. All right, so here we go. At number four, last place, we got Pokemon Fusion Strike. I don't like it. It was released in November 12th. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Nope, not one bit. Um, The cards in it aren't that great. They got the Gengar in there. That's cool. Um, There's a Celebi card and a Mew card in there. But Pokemon's making it so hard to get a hold of, you know, alternate, alternate arts. And they're coming out with sets like, like Mew and Celebi, and like it's not. It doesn't entice me that enough to want to spend a bunch of money to pull the alternate to pull the alternate art that I want, you know, because they make it so hard. I like that it's harder to pull, but I don't like that it's like crappy cards, you know. Like maybe Evolving Skies. Evolving Skies was cool. They had a lot of good alternate arts, so I was more enticed to buy Evolving Skies than I did. So, Pokemon Fusion Strike taking last place. Uh, number three here, Dragon Ball Super, uh, Dragon Ball Super Saiyan Showdown, uh, released the fifth of November. This one's taking third place. It's 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 going down the line. It was number one for a while, and it's going down the line just because the only sick cards in it are the secret rares. And if you're gonna pull a secret rare, you gotta be crazy lucky. I've never done it, and I've opened up you know, quite a, quite a bit of Dragon Ball and never gotten a secret rare. So it is pretty tough to do. Um, and at, at that point, it's like, hey, just go buy it, you know? And I can see if you're a, if you're a Dragon Ball Super fan, Saiyan Showdown is probably a pretty decent set. Um, so that's why it's not ranked uh, below Pokemon. And Pokemon is just in a bad place right now. And I think Dragon Ball is just way more fun to open. The cards look better. Um, number two coming in is Digimon Double Diamond. Yeah. I don't know if some people... Some people are getting tired of it, I think. So I think no one's really going to fight me on the Digimon Double Diamond being at second. Um, it was released the 26th of November. It's our second newest. It's our second newest TCG out right now. Uh, second new, second newest set added to our TCGs out right now. I think is what I meant to say. But Digimon Double Diamond. I mean, there's all kinds of sick cards in there. Um, the Gabumon Bond of Friendship. The Agumon Bond of Bravery. You have even the Jessmon Alternate Arts. Pretty dope. Uh, Alphamon secret, uh, Alphamon secret rare alternate art maybe. He's a secret. Alphamon secret type, um, and then also it comes with uh the box topper and um the anniversary pack on top, which comes with like an embossed card, which is uh, not embossed textured card, which is dope, which is a new thing that um Digimon just started doing. So I, th- that's why I think hey, double diamonds. Pretty dope, and I like it. Um, taking number one, though, taking number one is my favorite TCG, Yu-Gi-Oh! 
Brothers of Legend. This was released um, the 3rd of December. We just talked about it in the Yu-Gi-Oh! segment. Hey, it's just, re- it's just a rewarding set. It's a rewarding set because you're going to be pulling shiny uh, holographic cards. Um, you have the chance to pull Starlight, whether it be Leviathan Dragon or Dark, um, Dark Dragoon. And then also, those evil heroes in there I think are super dope. I like them for my collection because I'm a big uh, hero guy. Evil hero, elemental hero. Um, uh, what was it? Who else am I thinking of? There's not another hero. Oh, masked heroes are okay. There's some, there's some that I collect, but not all of them. Um, but other than that, oh, and Karibo. Karibo's in there too. Karibo's dope. They may have a lot of dope Karibo cards, so... Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Brothers Legends taking it for TCG Battle Royale. And that brings us to the end of the show, guys. Thank you for watching. And if you enjoyed the show, please click this um, the description. Wow. Botching it. Sorry. Please click the link in the description below to help support our podcast. Down there, you guys can find a spot where you can donate up to $0.99, cents, $4.99, $9.99, however much, just to help out with certain things in, in the podcast, things that we got to do, right? Things like uh, new equipment, things like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> maybe buy me another, maybe buy another monitor so that way I don't have to uh, sit here and go back and forth through the, the windows or maybe I'll get myself a mouse or something. I don't know. But if you guys want, donate, support, please, guys. If not, your listening is just enough. And again, we're on the road. To 12k streams so with that said thank you so much for listening to episode 61 of the poke tire podcast i hope i didn't disappoint i hope you guys really enjoyed this episode um we got a few more we got a few more to go before gengar greasy comes back if you guys want to see anything or hear anything or talk about anything let me know in the comment down in the comments down below through email or hit me up in the discord all right later guys <laughs>